Monica and Danae. We are wellness and lifestyle bloggers who never want you to have to say, oh well, when it comes to your health. Giving simple wellness tips for the everyday girl. Hello, hello, and welcome to our very first episode of the Oh Well podcast with me, Monica, and Danae. Hi, everybody. So today, we're going to talk about green beauty. Do you even know what green beauty is? Perhaps you've heard this term around on Instagram or Facebook, or maybe your friends are talking about green beauty. Maybe they've used terms like natural or green or non-toxic. Maybe you know what it is, but it's just so darn confusing because let's face it, it's confusing. Yeah, it can be. (laughs) So if you're curious about green beauty, wanting to change your routine so that it's cleaner and more green, then this is the right podcast for you. Yes, it is. Today we're going to go through some of the most used cosmetic terms and labels as well as break down how you should be reading a label and all that good stuff. So I just want to make... Make sure that you all know this is part one of a two-part series. So if you like today's episode, be sure to look out for episode two, where we'll discuss and break down the ingredients, what they actually are, and why you should be running away from them. (laughs) As fast as you can. As fast as you can. But for today, let's jump right into it and ask, what is green beauty? So green beauty is usually what we use to distinguish beauty cosmetics and skincare that is non-toxic and or carries minimal toxic ingredients. So when we talk green beauty, we really mean non-toxic. That's probably what we should be calling it. But again, what does that really mean? It means that we are using products that are more or less using natural ingredients from the earth with no or very little chemicals. Now I wanna tell you, like most people are not purists. If you're a purist, you deserve a freaking tin of brownies because it's so, (laughs) so hard. Yes, it is. It's so hard, but so, how do we know what products are non-toxic? And we read labels, and just like your food, you turn over the bottle and you read the ingredients. So, however, reading that label can be very confusing with all of its symbols and words. What the heck do they mean? We're gonna break it down for you. <laughs> we sure are. And I think what it really starts with is who regulates our cosmetics? Yes. So you walk into Target and you guys all assume that All this stuff is probably safe, right? I mean, we all do that. But because we know, we've heard of the FDA, right? We know what the Food and Drug Administration is. We've heard this before. Um, So certainly they would regulate what they're putting on our shelves and what we're able to put on our bodies. So everything must be safe. So the FDA regulates pharmaceutical. They regulate food and bottled water, radiation-emitting electronics, and vaccines um yeah so who is regulating all of our cosmetics the cosmetic ingredient review board that is funded by the cosmetic industry they do not have to share safety information with the fda what interesting right interesting so one thing that a lot of people don't know And I think this was one thing very shocking to me when I started looking into the world of natural and green beauty was that the U.S. has banned 30 chemicals, okay? But guess how many Europe has banned? Over Mm. 1,300 chemicals. 
The same companies that create products for the U.S., think about your big, big brands that kind of sell globally, yeah. also create them for Canada and for Europe. And actually, Canada has banned over 600 chemicals. So we're pretty wow. sad at our whopping 30. Wow. So all these other, all these companies are able to create products for Canada and Europe, but they're creating them without all the yucky chemicals. So they can create products that work just as well and cost about the same, but they choose to do that differently here in the yes because our regulations are so, so small. That's it's ridiculous. unfathomable to me. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Wow. And one thing that's so important about that, you know, how many chemicals have been banned is that the average woman, so this is the average woman, okay? Me. <laughs> yeah, I think we're the average women. And some women may, th this is just kind of a, a, a simple number, 515 chemicals a day. That's between wow. our makeup, hair and body products, perfume. Um, that's typically what a woman wears in a day. And you might say, I don't understand, I only use 12 products. If you right. flip over that product and you look at the ingredients, sometimes I have had, Monica, I've had a hair conditioner that has had 79 ingredients in it. What? 79 <laughs> ingredients for like a hair mask. What okay? is in the hair mask? Exactly. Um, and as you start going through it, you know, there's a lot of big words that you're like, what does this mean? And we'll, we'll get into that later. However, 79 in just one. So you could see how 515 might not be too crazy if you have a six piece, you know, morning skincare regimen and Ooh, yeah. you may wear five to seven different types of makeup on your face. It can really start to add up. Sure. So the important thing to know about that, though, is our body absorbs 60% of what we put on it. Um, this is why, like, medicine patches, if you know anybody who's had some really bad pain, they'll put an actual medicine patch yeah. um, on there yeah. directly on where the pain is caused, as well as nicotine patches. This is why they work so well, because what we put onto our skin absorbs directly into our bloodstream. Wow. Yeah, and so when you're absorbing or when you're using an average of 515 chemicals a day, mind you, some of those chemicals are harmless, but a lot of them are toxic. Yes. What you're putting into your body is really, really going to affect um, everything from your health to your mood um, to your skin, um, and all those toxins can really affect you in a negative way. So... Let's dive into what clean versus not clean mean. Like, how do you know what that is? And it really starts yes. with knowing what companies use as terms on their packaging and knowing how to read those labels. And we know, right, Monica, that we companies know. know we're and not going to look know. at those labels, right? <laughs> Most companies Absolutely. are like, people are, or they're going to say, Our, these words are really big. <laughs> the average person doesn't know what this 24-letter word means. Right. Um, and again, because we think that all of this is regulated, we're not even worried about what that 24 letter word means because we're assuming someone else is taking care of it for us and watching out for us. Someone's um, got our back, but it isn't the companies. So true. So true. And it's also not the government. So let's right. be real. Yes. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So it starts with knowing what the companies use as terms on their packaging and knowing how to read those. So let's break it down for you a bit so you can shop more confidently. Okay. We want, okay. You, to, we want you to walk in wherever that is, Target, Ulta, Walmart, Sephora, and, and feel Aid, a confident consumer. Yes. So let's let's break down the word natural first. Ooh, okay. Natural. Oh, this is one of our favorite words, isn't it, Monica? Favorite. <laughs> because you see it everywhere. 
Right. It's got clear packaging, maybe green letters. You might see fruit on the package or pretty vegetables or like you you may see something that says whole natural on the product um, itself. I will tell you, I was walking around Target today and I saw these products and they were listed under the green section. And I thought, oh, God help us because most people are going to see that and go, yeah, I'm doing what's good for me. Right. I'm buying these products. They're green. They're natural because you're not flipping them over. You don't actually know what's in the product. So right. You, again, you see it everywhere, but do you know what natural means? I mean, I know, but I'm assuming yeah. that most people don't know. <laughs> I hope you know. Natural you guys means absolutely nothing. Natural nothing. is a term that's regulated by no one. Me, I regulate it. Yeah, <laughs> you exactly. regulate it. <laughs> you, you get to regulate it, and you get, you get to, regulate to regulate it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's up to the individual company's discretion if they want to use this term, yeah. and it can mean it has some natural ingredients, but it doesn't mean that it has all natural ingredients right. in it. Um, and more than likely, it also has toxins in it. Right. So um, shampoos are really great. At this, um, they're the best. They are the best at using this <laughs> word, guys. And and t- guys, just next time, this is just a test for you. Yeah. Um, where you will not gr- get graded. However, walk down a shampoo aisle and just look at these um, at these products, and you will be blown away. But yeah, shampoo is really good at this. They like to tout themselves as natural because they're using plant based items like coconut and argan oil. Yes. Um, and a lot of times, essential oils. Yes. But they still have sulfates in them. They still have preservatives in them. And just because it says essential oils doesn't mean that it's free of fragrance. That's right. And fragrance is something that is, in fact, one of the products I saw today at Target talked about essential oils. And I turned it over. It also had fragrance. And then it said, also with essential oils. So they yes. really get you on that one, you guys. It's just about turning it over and looking at it. Um, so be wary of the word natural. It doesn't mean it's not natural, but it doesn't mean it is. It just takes you flipping over that product to look. You'll also see a lot of fragrance in these products, like I was just mentioning, and they'll frequently say, like we said, made with essential oils, but that could be, hey, we've dropped in a few lavender drops for you, um, yes. but then you've got fragrance in there that's like 13 different chemicals right. under that word of fragrance. So also be wary of naturally derived fragrance. That's, yes. that's the new one that's popping up everywhere. And I'm like, what the heck does that mean? <laughs> that's so good. Well, the thing is, is companies are smart. They are. They, they've known for a long time that people aren't going to look at the labels. But now people are becoming a lot more aware. I know right. you're smart. Monica knows you're smart. But these companies, the way that they market to it, to us, they think that we're not very smart sometimes. And so they have started to learn that people are going to more green and natural or wanting that for their lives and for their families. So they are putting that all over their marketing, all over their labels, and it really reels you in. And so naturally derived fragrance, that sounds good, but what does that mean? What does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I like love using these buzzwords. And basically that's what we're doing today. We're breaking yeah. down those buzzwords. Yeah. So the next group of buzzwords that I have are hypoallergenic, dermatologist tested, non-comedogenic, and clinically proven. 
And I've grouped all of these together because they invoke that sense of clinical, if you know what I mean. That it's happening in a doctor's office somewhere of some sort, and it's, you know, doctor prescribed. And I'm using quote, air quotes here, (laughs) basically, right? You think somebody else has looked into it, somebody with a degree, somebody who cares about you. Someone in a doctor's office of some sort. This is, for me personally, this is what it, all these buzzwords are also always found during or not during down the anti-acne aisle so um my acne sufferers see these all the time because for some reason if you have acne you need dermatologist strength stuff (laughs) it's not true but anyways so let's break it down so hyperallergenic what do you think that means Ta-da! It means nothing. Again, it's a term that means absolutely nothing, guys. This term is also at the discretion of the cosmetic companies themselves. So what does it mean? It means that it's less likely to cause a skin reaction. But again, there is no federal standards governing the use of this term or what it means. Right? Yeah. And that's scary because they put a lot of that on baby products, too. And there's so many children these days, let alone adults, that are suffering with eczema and psoriasis so when you see that hypoallergenic you assume that it's going to be the best product to use because you're suffering with these skin issues and it's really not it's not so the next term is dermatologist tested and when you see this i want you to think dentist approved and i know (laughs) that sounds funny but i think that we laugh when we see dentist approved you know three out of four dentists approve this chewing gum Okay, that's funny. Basically, it's the same thing. This term means absolutely nothing. It means that the company paid a dermatologist to test the product. Right. Okay? They just paid any dermatologist to test the product. And not even testing on what the specific product is claiming, but just that they tested it. So regardless, it's so funny. (laughs) Regardless of the outcome, reaction or no reaction, it was dermatologist tested and the company, this is what's funny, the company has no obligation whatsoever to show you the outcome or results of said testing. Yeah. So remember that when you see that. Dermatologist tested equals dentist approved. Yeah, <laughs> and they can just slap that on the side of the container. And again, that is, those words are not regulated. Yeah, and I mean, it could be one dermatologist. Yeah, Doesn't have to the be one panel, that they pay. The one that they paid, <laughs> right. Uh, three, non-comedogenic means that you will more than likely not break out. It's popular again in the anti-acne aisle, Mm. but really, it really just means that their formula is probably thinner in viscosity and less likely to clog your pores, not that it won't clog your pores. So you see a lot of gel-based formulas that are non-comedogenic versus something like a cream for like drier skins, right? Yeah. So, I mean, really, that's all that means. It's funny, right? That's crazy. Really, if you really want to think about it, what it means is that the product has more water in it than anything else. Yeah. Remember that. Well, non-comedogenic it, it, equals more water. Form, yeah. Yeah. It's a thinner formula. Water is pretty thin. So. Yeah. <laughs> Clinically proven is like dermatologist tested. It was proven at a clinic by a doctor, maybe not even a dermatologist, and that it works. Who knows? Means absolutely nothing. No one regulates it, and they don't have to show their findings to anyone. So That's yeah. Crazy. And those words really do reel people in. Again. Oh yes. We are not. Um, you know alarmist. That's not what this is about. And that's not why we started looking into all this. We have our own health issues, why we started looking into natural and green, but we just want you to feel equipped when you go to the store that, um, 
you know, hey, some of this stuff is just really good marketing. Absolutely. And and I, I think most of it is. And I think just be, we want you to just be wary of that and to use your big, beautiful brain um, and, and look into stuff a little bit deeper um, just so that you can, like I've said earlier in the show, shop responsibly and, sh- and shop with more knowledge because knowledge really is power. So um, it's just crazy that those words are not regulated, but they're not. And there's a few, there's some other things that we also need to talk about because when we are talking about natural and non-toxic, a lot of people say, oh, unscented, the clean and free stuff, like that stuff is where it's at. It's so good. The liquid is clear. There's no fragrance in it. Um, It comes in a really pretty white bottle with leaves on it. (laughs) (laughs) Flowers. Flowers. It looks, it's got the word essence in it. Anyway, it looks great. Um, But this is really, you know, like we say, this is like a trick question on the quiz because you would think unscented means that it has no fragrance, right, Monica? Absolutely. I mean, this is what I thought for the longest time. Unscented means without scent. That's literally the definition. (laughs) It is. And I think that most people would think that and they wouldn't be wrong for thinking that. Yeah. But in all actuality, you would be wrong. (laughs) (laughs) F. (laughs) Yes. Unscented usually means that added fragrance or or that they've actually had to add fragrance to mask the smell of the chemicals. Because if you don't think chemicals smell, you would be mistaken. Yes. um, Because they are very strong in smell. And so a lot of these that say that they have no fragrance really just means more fragrance has been added to get rid of the chemical smell. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. That's crazy to me. It's it just <laughs> that's so it's so misleading, which just goes to the point back to what you were saying earlier, where I'm like, you know, we're not alarmists or trying to no. think that you're dumb or anything. It, it for me personally, like especially with all as an acne sufferer in the past, like yeah, I would never ever 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 think that these things were not what they were stating what they were, yeah. and and no one told me. No one told me that no. what these actually meant, which is why I think why we want to do this podcast on all things, you know, beauty and everything else is just that nobody told us. And it would be great if someone would just say, hey, by the way, did you know, did you know, and, and it actually can, doesn't mean unscented. <laughs> right. And then you can use you can take that information and that knowledge and you can use it how you want. But we just want to educate you on these matters in a totally non-judgmental way because we have been there. You know, I I wouldn't even say I'm fully perfect at this. I'm I'm never perfect. But, you know, I still have some products that that are a little questionable in my house, right? But I'm learning. And while I'm learning, I feel so passionate to share with other people because... I have found that it's made a difference in our lives, and I want other people to feel that too. So that, that's why we say, guys, we're not alarmists. We just want you to have this information. Yeah. Um, another one is clean and free, right? Or clean and clear and free and whatever. We're going to um, skip in the meadow. Let's yeah, go. exactly. <laughs> it's usually just a trickier, trickier way to say, like, uh, what you really want is fragrance-free, right? But yeah. the term usually means it has no fragrance and no added fragrance. Um, and I don't know. I just... That's not always the case either. Clean and free is great, and fragrance-free is awesome. That's really what you want. If you turn over something, and this is one thing, Monica, what I really wanted to say here was detergent. 
Detergents mm-hmm. are really big one because there's a lot of people who suffer, like I've said earlier, with eczema and psoriasis. And when you are suffering with that, you really want to get a detergent that is going to actually be non-toxic because you're wearing your clothes all day, yeah. you're sleeping in these sheets, you're rubbing these towels all over your, you know, open poor body after you get out of the shower and whatever you've washed your clothes in is going to get all over your skin and it's it 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 also goes into your bloodstream and so if you turn if you just go into the detergent aisle and you turn over some of these free and clear or even the regular detergent who is definitely not trying to claim they're free and clear they don't have their ingredients listed on the back that's crazy you have to, and you know, you did this, right? Yes, like after yes. I told, like you did this. I didn't know I, this. You have to actually go to the websites, and you have to dig pretty deeply to find what is actually in um, these. I don't know how they detergents. actually get. A, I don't know how they get away with that, but the regulations. Okay. It doesn't yeah. matter, right? Like it's, and some of them will have like a few ingredients listed on them, um, mm-hmm. but the majority majority of them are things that you actually have to go onto their websites and dig for. So guys, just be, just be, you know, just be, have your, um, a watchful eye for those kind of things. Yeah. And, um, you know, there's some really great products that are actually amazing. They are actually are fragrance free and sulfate free and chemical free. Um, and we'll probably have some of them in our show notes, but, um, don't just take the marketing for gospel. Um, make sure that you're looking into that kind of stuff. So, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So my next favorite label is cruelty-free and vegan. Yeah. So cruelty-free, just like everything else, is a tricky is a tricky label. So anyone can put that they do not test on animals on their packaging. You, you've probably seen this a lot. Mm-hmm. It'll say it'll either just say it in words. Sometimes they have like a little label, like a, with a rabbit, or sometimes they have they have different things. So, yeah. but this means that anyone can do this. Anyone can say they do not test on animals, and it may be true that they themselves do not test on animals. But this is where you have to be diligent if this is really something that's important to you. Yeah, they can say that they don't test on animals, but their manufacturers, where they source their ingredients their suppliers, where they get those ingredients from, they might actually test on animals on those individual ingredients. So in reality, they're not really cruelty-free because they themselves may not test on animals, but where they source their ingredients, they do. Their suppliers do, right. So, you know, this is, again, tricky. But so there are ways. How do you know if something is really, truly cruelty-free? You can look for, there's three bunnies to look for, three little bunnies. (laughs) One is from PETA, and it looks like a little cartoon bunny, and this is the bunny to look for. This is the minimum. PETA comes with a lot of controversy, but if you see the PETA bunny, you can know that it is more than likely cruelty-free. Yeah. Two is a bunny from a company called Not Tested on Animals, and it's a bunny, and it says that underneath it. It says, Not Tested on Animals. And then the last bunny logo, in my opinion, which is the best logo to look for, is the Leaping Bunny logo, and it's exactly that. It's a little leaping bunny with some stars. And this logo is the hardest to obtain as to be certified as cruelty-free. Leaping Bunny really facts checks, they back check, they check the manufacturer and the suppliers, and they make sure that all things are kosher and no one's tested on any kind of animals. 
So if you're if you're really truly looking for cruelty free, look for that Leaping Bunny logo. Yeah. Um, I also just want to make as a side note that just because a company doesn't have one of these logos, it doesn't not necessarily mean that they are not cruelty free. Yeah. So like a lot of your favorite indie ba- brands or smaller brands won't have these because they are expensive to obtain. They have to apply for them, they have to pay for the application, and they have to pay for the process. And if you're a smaller indie brand, that's obviously a little bit harder to get. So the best way to do is, again, to do your research. There are a lot of people who do this for you. There's some great websites. I love Logical Harmony. She is a great resource. She individually checks with each brand, even if they've already been Leaping Bunny certified. She hand checks them herself before putting them on on her list. So that's Logical Harmony, there's Cruelty Free Kitty, and Ethical Bunny. Those are some of our favorites mm-hmm. to check for cruelty yeah. free. Um, vegan also means that if you see something that says that it's vegan, it means that it uses no animal byproducts, which are usually things like beeswax and carmine. But again, just side note, vegan does not necessarily mean cruelty free, and cruelty free doesn't necessarily mean vegan. So. <laughs> That Again, always gets confused. They're like, yeah, they're like, oh, it's cruelty free, so it must be vegan. Not necessarily. They can have beeswax, you know. And yeah. carmine in it, and again, vegan doesn't necessarily mean that it has not been tested on animals. Right. So that's that. That was a lot. Those two were too yeah, many. But it's, but but I think that. Um, you know, a lot of people. Again, we we talked about this, but just turning over the. Uh, product and looking at the back label there's all there's sometimes there's all these different things on the back of these labels that's why we're doing this um yeah. that you're like I don't know what that means or what is that I don't and not everybody has the time to research or even wants to they just want somebody to tell them what it means um and that's what this is for so it's good look for those three bunnies you guys check yeah. out the check out see if it's vegan if that's important to you and yeah. go from there and go from there okay so now that we know how to distinguish all those terms that are in the front, so these are usually terms that you're seeing just walking down the aisle on the front mm-hmm. of those bottles, on front of those boxes. Yeah. What about the back? Yeah. That's right. The This is where the party is happening, on the back of the bottle. And while a company can mislead <laughs> you on the front, they cannot lie on the back. Because you know why? Baby got back. Baby got back. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I had and to the, that. The front, uh, no, I loved it. But the front is where all the greenwashing happens. The front is where they throw all these terms at you and you're like, oh, yeah, it's definitely, definitely mm-hmm. green. It's definitely natural. It's definitely organic. All those great things, right? Yeah. But when you turn it around and you read the back, you're like, hmm, something is going on. So first things first. Just like you read your food, there is a list of ingredients on the back of that bottle, and you should always take a look at it. This is the NC list of ingredients, the international nomenclature of cosmetic ingredients. Oh, that was a big a, word. That was a good, one, girl. good job. <laughs> yes. So this list states that all the products must list their ingredients either in their scientific name, mm-hmm. so their chemical name, or in English, and from greatest amount to least amount present in the product, except, Mm. this is important, except ingredients present at a concentration of less than 1%. Those can be listed in any order. So what does this mean? This means that anything that's less than 1% is always at the end, Yeah. and it can be in any order that they want, so it doesn't have to be, right? It's just like, oh, all these are less than 1%, we can just stick them on the end. But anything before that is listed in the most amount to the least amount. Okay? Yeah. So, 
when you're reading this, you pick up whatever it is. The first thing is always aqua, water. It's always water. The most, the thing that's most in that bottle is water always. This is yeah. always the first. Then it goes and goes and goes with whatever else is in there. Um, important, important, important when you're picking up those super expensive bottles at the department store and they're like, this jar is $150 because it has collagen peptides and it will make you 15 years younger in one month. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Right? This is, I mean, or whatever. I, I mean, and let me put that? <laughs> and let me put it on your hand and let it feel so good. And it always feels good, guys. I mean, it it's always amazing. feels like silk and you're like, wow. Yeah, this I need is that amazing. on my face. I need that on my yeah. body. Yeah. <laughs> Everywhere. Everywhere. But you ask them to see the box, you turn it around, and collagen peptides is somewhere near the bottom of that ingredient list, which means that it's either very little or it's less than 1%. So if it's less than 1%, what are you paying $150 for? Yeah. You're paying for the brand, essentially. But yeah. Exactly. And that's a lot of it. That's a great little tip on if you're really watching, if you're on a budget, or if you're like, really, is this really going to change my life? Like, what am I really paying for here? Yeah. Um, Knowledge is power, guys. Knowledge is power. And if you know how to read that ingredient list, you are in power. And it's really hard, though, because I've realized that some of the things that I've maybe purchased at some of these really nice makeup stores or department stores, some of them actually don't have the ingredients listed. If you look oh, yeah. on some of these containers that maybe don't come in a box, sometimes you flip them over and they don't have the ingredient listed, and they're a really expensive product. Um, so if you know what you're interested in, you want to look, they have to list them somewhere. So it's typically that you go on their website. But there's also a lot of companies, like we've talked about, like Monica mentioned earlier, um, you know, Ethical Bunny, places like that, that actually really vet these places out. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you can actually go to their websites and usually get the full ingredient list, even if it's not listed on the back of the, the packaging. So I would really urge you to do that. Um, if you're concerned about this before you go in and make a purchase and then make a list of what you want and then hop into Sephora or Ulta, wherever uh, you like to go. Just to note that if you go on the Sephora website, they have the ingredients listed for every product they have on Perfect on their website or in Sephora. You just go to the ingredients tab and it will list it lists them all. So that's, that's a great awesome. resource. But, you know, like if you look at blush or something, a lot oh, yeah. of times they don't have any mm. of that on there at all in the store but right it's good to be able to actually go to the individual products online and see exactly what the ingredients are and then you guys can make more informed choices yes um so another thing that we see on the labels a lot is um or things especially that you want to look for but i want to talk to you about organic so we know this we know the word organic Mm-hmm. Um, that's also not regulated. The word organic can be used on anything, just like yeah. natural. But there's a difference between organic, just the word, and the seal of the USDA certified organic product. Yes. Um, and that is also going to be on the back of a product, maybe the front of a product too. Sometimes yeah. it's there, but a lot of times you'll see it on the back. It's usually a circle that will say that it's USDA certified. Yep. And what, what that means, USDA organic is certified that 95 to 100% of the ingredients are certified organic by the USDA and must go through a rigorous certification process in order to receive that certification. And I'll yes. tell you what, I think some of them are every six months for sure. Every year you have to go through it. And that means they vet the actual farms you know, right. your suppliers that maybe that 
lavender was grown on for your essential oil. And if you're saying that it's organic, I want to know that that soil has been organic for however many years right. it takes for the for USDA to certify it. Um, so that means that no chemicals have been on that land. And so they can actually be, actually be organic. Um, and so that is a seal that really is real that you do want to look for. And if you see that seal, you know they've paid good money yep. to have that done. Um, and you know that it isn't just a one-time stamp. That right. is any new product that comes out has to be certified in order if they want to get that stamp. Um, and again, just as a company as a whole, they have to get tested pretty often to make sure that they're still upholding those standards. Yeah, that's um, great. Yeah. That's kind of like the leaping, ben- like uh, the cruelty-free seals that need to be certified. Right. 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 They certify everything from not only the soil, but like your fertilizer and where it's coming from and how are they using it and yeah and you know the food the plant or i I know nothing about farming but you know yeah all that you get my point (laughs) (laughs) you sounded pretty good um yes and I, i mean that's so important the fact that they have to that they do it often in order to get that certification means that the company the company who's getting that certification spent good money to get it done they care that you know that the products they're using are organic and they're being very um, open and transparent with you. So again, when you see the word organic, it may mean nothing at all. It can literally just mean the color blue. I mean, it's it's just as yeah. it's just as certified as the color blue. Yeah. Um, but when you see that actual USDA certified organic stamp, you know that they've gone through rigorous testing, and you can you can actually trust that. Um, another one is if it's something that you're concerned about is certified vegan, which is just yes. a V symbol on the back of products. Pretty yeah. easy to see. It's a letter V. Um, similar to <laughs> that rhymed. Um, it's similar to cruelty free in that they do their own accreditation. So to be vegan certified, you must have no animal products, no animal testing, no animal GMOs, and you provide supplier verification and they do the same. So it's a really good label if you're looking for something cruelty free or vegan. I actually have organic products that I really like that are not they're not listed as cruelty free because they actually use beef tallow. And um which is a really good like moisturizer, but the animals were raised organically and in a sustainable environment that was cruelty free. Um, but they do get the beef towel from them. So that's something that doesn't bother me so much. I do cruelty free is important to me. Um, but you know, there's some products that I do like to use, but if you, if you're really into vegan, definitely look for that V symbol. Um, if it's not there and it says that it's vegan, I wouldn't trust it. Yeah. I would do some research before you if that really is, like you said, if you're a true vegan who are, that's really important yeah. to you, don't trust it. Do some research. Um, yeah. Go to, I think it's vegancertified.com. But yeah. Yep. Just awesome. look up. All right. The next little thing, which this was new to me just recently, not too long ago. So mm-hmm. I know you all seen like this jar on the back of your bottles or on the back of your box. It's a jar. It's open. And it has a number in it. Yeah. And let me tell you. I literally found this out six months ago, too. Yeah, I didn't know what this was. I was like, oh, I don't know what that is. That's a weird looking thing. So that jar is there for a reason. (laughs) This is the PAO, which is the period after opening, which Mm -hmm. means your product is good for the stated amount of time after you open it. It might also have a little sand clock. Mm-hmm. So this is the best before end, and it means to use it by the stated mark date. So that will come with like almost like an expiration date, if you will. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I did not know that for the longest time. I was just like, what is this jar with this number in it? What does it mean? What does it mean? <laughs> and you always just, I always just assume it was like, oh, 
you know, this is for, you know, the manufacturer. They just have to put this exactly. stuff in bottles for, I had no idea. And now I've gone and turned over all my products. Yeah, and you're and like, like, oh, it's that's there. expired. <laughs> yeah, that's expired. Bye. Bye. Um, and, and you also have to be really wary of like preservatives because there's some things that you can turn over and it's like good for 18 months. And then you're right. like, why? After opening it, that's crazy. Um a lot yeah. of a lot of the natural products I have, um, which is a majority of what I use, is like three months. It just has a three, yeah. a little jar, and that's it. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, this is it's really important actually if you mm-hmm. think about it, for, especially for like skincare, especially because totally. one, you're putting your hands in there every day, and <laughs> or if two, you're it's like, opening, opening to anytime you have a jar that opens to air or oxygen, yeah. it oxidizes it right. obviously. Um, or but, if you're like, hey, my um, my eye cream isn't, I just don't think it's working anymore. And you turn it over and you're like, yeah, I opened it nine months ago and it was only good for three months. So cool. <laughs> I know. Cool. Right. But hey, man, this is why we're doing this podcast yes. on this as well. And I think, I, honestly, I got the idea from this little open jar. I never, I literally never knew what that meant. Yeah. And I always just assumed, like you, that it was just things that they slapped on the back of this bottle for absolutely not for me to know. <laughs> not for you, but for, yeah. like, maybe the person, the supplier or that. Exactly. I, yeah. I, because there's so many things on a bottle. I was like, yeah. okay. Okay. If I didn't that know, means nothing. probably yeah. someone else doesn't know. Yeah. I so. think that's great information. And so. You're welcome. <laughs> you are welcome, our lovely Now you're going to go home and you'd be like, well, this is expired and this is expired. And I need all new stuff. <laughs> and guys, toss it if it is, please. Yes. But we're going to round this out with one more symbol. And I think we all know this symbol. Maybe we don't. So I'm not going to just, I'm not going to judge. I'm not going to say that we all do. Yeah. But there's also the recycling symbol, which will yes. let you know if you can recycle your product or not. <laughs> so if it's there, it's recyclable. And you know what? Most companies are kind of going to that these days. Yeah. You know, I will say that I don't always look for that symbol because most companies you, just, you can. Yeah. But it also will tell you how to recycle it. So yeah. it has also that little number. Exactly. You can go research on what the heck that yeah. number is. We're not, we're not, we're not a show for about like how to teach you how to recycle, but we're just telling you yeah. that um, that's also a great, and a lot of, again, a lot of the natural products that I use have glass jars or things like that that are really that are reusable or you can recycle pretty easily so if that's important to you if you see that symbol on the back of it girl recycle it get it (laughs) (laughs) so we know that that was a lot of information believe me there's always so much more please don't be overwhelmed because knowledge is power we want to kind of leak this information to you little by little so that you don't feel overwhelmed but that you do feel like you're equipped to shop better and smarter um we want you to go to the store and vote with your dollars about you know these with these amazing products um and if you if you just do a little research or you just listen to just these tips that we gave you today um you're gonna walk out with some really great products instead of some of the crummy ones they have so um, but yeah, we hope that you got some good information. We hope you come back for round two of yes. demystifying the label. We are going to get into you guys Woo-hoo. the ingredients. Not all of them because there's a million no. of them, but we're going to give you some of the top ones that to look for that are in a lot of our daily products. What ingredients you need to watch out for how you can remove them, and how to make the switch to green beauty. Yes. Um, and, and, you know, we... Again, it is a process. We understand that, but we're going to help lay out a good foundation for you on the second installment. But before we go, I want to leave you with a thought 
to help you be a little more mindful this week. You know, this podcast is not just about beauty. It's about all things that help you feel well, whether that's beauty and home care, whether that's self-care, relationships. We're going to get into some stuff on this podcast, aren't we, Monica? Yes, we are. And we really just want to help you live a life of wellness all around. We like to call it wholeness because it's really... The whole person, right? Yes, so, I love that so much. So every every at the end of every podcast, we're going to end with something mindful. So not only do we think talking about, you know, being mindful about what we're putting on our bodies is important, we also find it important to be mindful of what's going on inside our big, beautiful heads. So this quote that I love by Morgan Harper Nichols, if you don't follow her, we'll put her in the show notes. Go follow her. She's an inspiration. But this is her quote, and it says, You have given so much. You have worked so hard. You have fought through so many things just to make it here. You have taken the leap, and you have waited. You have not given in to shortcuts. But sometimes the soul just needs to be reminded. Keep going. Keep believing. Keep trusting. The work you're putting in is not in vain. So think about that this week. And if you're putting in work just to even make your life more whole and for you to feel better and if green beauty and and things like this is just part of that list just know keep going keep believing keep trusting that all this work you're putting in and all this knowledge that you're gaining it's not in vain and go use it and go do something great oh i love that so so much Okay, guys. Well, we want to thank you so much for joining us today. I hope that you took away something. I hope that you learned something. If you liked today's episode, please give us a five-star rating, subscribe, and share with your friends. Please, please share if you learned anything today. Our goal here is to create a community that thrives on being healthy and happy and wanting to wanting to be the best versions of ourselves we can be yes so be sure to follow us on instagram both at the simplified mama and at dirty bombshells from today and i we wish you a fabulous week and we hope you be well bye, bye.